0: The okay perfect podcast episode 39. And one uh, of your hosts, Mr. Tuxter, and uh, with me, as always, we've got the podfather of Australian <laughs> <Again>. podcasting, Das
1: Borg. How are you, Daz? Oh, I'm great, man. I'm great. I'm a bit a little tired because it's an early morning, uh, early morning recording for us, but um, it's worth it. So yeah. yeah, no, no, I'm doing great, man, I'm doing great, I've got my smoothie in my hand, well, here yeah, it's in my hand, and I'm ready to rock and roll.
0: So we're up early, Daz, on a Sunday morning, so what, what does that mean?
1: I think it means that we are crazy, because should it shouldn't be up this early, <laughs> nah, nah, it means we have a guest, and that guest is, who is he, Tags?
0: It means, Does it mean we're shirking household family responsibilities? Yes, is that, that what it
1: means? too, that too, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Hey>. <laughs> no, it can only mean one thing. It can only mean we've got a guest from overseas, and That's it's right. we're we're we're, we're heading over in our biplane to uh, to pick <laughs> up uh, Paul McCaskey. How are you, Paul?
2: I'm oh, great yeah. yeah really really glad to be on thank you very much for asking me yeah uh, oh, it's, it's obviously a bit later here i've got a i've got a beer rather than a coffee but <laughs> that's all good
0: yeah well, it's just gone 9 over there isn't it 9pm in the uk yeah
2: that's right yeah about that yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll put on, the kids to bed
2: and all that kind of stuff and uh, ready yeah. to go. <laughs> Hope to get a bit of quiet time, yeah? <laughs> hopefully, hopefully. You <laughs> never know though.
0: <laughs> yeah, cool, very cool. So, um, so Paul, um, maybe uh, you can give the guys, I mean, I was actually on your podcast, wasn't I? Going back, right? Yeah, you were. A well, couple of years back. ago, do you think,
2: There, You know what? It might be that long ago. Um, yeah. Yeah, I've been a bit inconsistent recently i haven't done that many this year at all but um uh, yeah no and that was really that's one of the most popular shows so you're obviously a, a popular guy people are still <laughs> listening to it so <laughs> <laughs> oh wow <laughs> yeah so it's uh,
0: good uh, it's good yeah i really enjoyed it it was uh, it was a lot of fun uh, talking about a few gaming stories and uh, i think it was like a probably it was like a podcast through through the consoles uh, history of games that we had wasn't it and some of our favorite yeah music tracks so um, yeah that's
2: right
0: yeah yeah it's a lot of fun actually so uh, thank you for yeah. that and today we're uh, returning cool. the favor and you're you're heading over here so um do you yeah, want to give the, do you want to give the guys a bit of a heads up about um how you're into games and a bit about your podcast and stuff like that before we yeah, get sure. into the game today
2: yeah so i'm uh, so yeah i've been i've got a podcast uh, game music Guiden which i started i don't know a couple of years ago and um Basically, I just listened to all the other podcasts that were around and I was really enjoying them and I think they're really good and I kind of, I just wanted to do something and I thought I'd try and do something a bit different and uh, because I like game music, I'd I'd sort of been buying and collecting game music for, well, since like the early 90s and um, uh, I just thought that was something I could go and do and and sort of, the sort of guiding part of it was about, it was always about having stories and about talking about experiences and what it was like in the past and running through some of the games and sort of hoping people could find games from, from the music almost so yeah mm-hmm. that's what i tried to tried to do um mm-hmm. so i've been a bit slack recently i will try and get some more but um more out but yeah no i enjoy doing it it's really good really good yeah
0: uh, cool and you've got uh, in the background there you've got an aero is it an aero city uh, astro sega cat,
2: yeah. astro city a- sega yeah. Yeah.
1: it's beautiful <laughs> it's beautiful
0: yeah. yeah it's cool yeah, yeah, very
2: yeah i really, nice. I really yeah. like my arcades i love my arcades um that's probably like the sort of thing i like most of all really is the arcade games um I tend not to buy that many PCBs anymore, though I tend to sort of, I've got a pie in there and i kind of do that. But yeah, that's yeah. really
0: good. Mm. Yeah, keep the reliability going.
2: <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah. I saw you did your outrun recently as well, didn't you? Wow. Did uh...
0: Yes, yeah. It's. Uh, well, it's I think I've, I started restoring that about two years ago, I reckon, maybe longer than that. And yesterday, all the plastic pieces were outside being spray painted. So I'm still, <laughs> I'm still working on it, and uh, still yeah. not. It still. It got to the point where it was like eighty percent good, and uh, yeah, then I started playing it, and I never really finished off the, you know, the last twenty percent. So yeah, I've just just restoring some of the plastics on it over the weekend, and uh, yeah, head inside the cab, still tw- tweaking things and playing around with things. But um, yeah, that's what I try to do if I got a bit of time.
1: I'm looking House forward of- to coming over and playing House of yeah. the Dead on it. I can't wait. <laughs> House of the
0: Dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, when I screwed that holster onto the side, yeah, totally original. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's a multi-game now. We can mm-hmm. play Midnight Resistance with the uh, road wheel. <laughs> wheel. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you have to use gear shifters like a fire <laughs> Yeah. Right.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, dear. Okay. All right, guys. So um, we'll talk a little bit about the game, shall we? What are we? Uh, what are the,
1: what's the game that we're playing, uh, Dust today? It is Flying Shark, and this was chosen by Paul. Um yes. this was a this was one that was it's always like I've forgotten about, yeah. But uh, and I'm glad that it was mentioned um, because I didn't realise how much I actually love this game. I was it was a game that I, I enjoyed back in the day, but I didn't play that much. But yeah, these yeah. especially uh, yeah the last few last few days I've been playing, I'm like damn this is fun. And it feels actually feels like a precursor to um Twin Cobra. Mm. It actually feels yeah. a lot like Twin Cobra and Twin Cobra is one of my favourite schmups. So um yeah, this is this was a lot of fun. This was a great choice.
0: Yeah, yeah. Alright, well what I'll do, I'll talk a little bit about the game and then we'll talk about why Paul wanted to pick pick this game and then yep. we'll go through a bit of history if we've all seen it before played it in the arcades back in the day and if we had any versions of it as well so um, yeah all good okay so uh, yeah the game is flying shark uh, it was uh, created by tower planners uh, Sean Holly say the mighty tower plan <laughs> uh, back in 1987 uh, it's a vertical shoot 'em up where you're in control of a, a biplane. Um, I think this came out, it was licensed to Taito and Romstar in the US And it was called Sky Shark in, in, uh, in the US um, Yeah, as you fly a fly, uh, biplane, you start off with a double shot And you're vertically going up the screen um, It's kind of a World War type, uh, you know, army type, I suppose, game Where you're uh, battling other planes and tanks As you go through five different stages um, there's not much of a break in the game. It's kind of, uh, you kind of land at the end of a, a boss battle and then quickly take off again. So you don't get long to, uh, to pause in this game. Um, mm-hmm. One of the cool things about this game is when you shoot things, um, d- kind of damage occurs. So if you shoot uh, an infrastructure, you know, you have to shoot it uh, multiple times and then you realize inside it there's tanks that are visible and then you can try to take out the tanks, all of the planes and things like that. And um, you know they they explode in in great style as you, as you kill them. So it's a really polished uh, Toa plant shooter. I'd say the difficulty level is pretty high for for a shooter. And hmm. um, that's something I didn't realise from back in the day. If I reflected back over it now, um, yeah, it's it's quite a tough game. Um, and yeah, you go through the five stages. You've got power ups, so you can collect peas which give you a power up uh, I think you could power up to up to 10 sh- 10 forward shots this, uh, when you do if you ever do get get that, that far into the game where you can collect 10 power ups without dying uh, you do end up with quite a quite a good uh, bit of firepower there but there's no there's no other special you know real weapons or different types of firepower in the game it's a very kind of raw uh, shooter The only thing that can get you out of trouble is a smart bomb you can use which uh, fires off a nice uh, large explosion and kills kind of the surrounding, um, uh, enemies or take, it will take damage to, you know, a boss and things like that. So it's a very basic shooter. It's well polished. It's got excellent music, very memorable music. Still remember it, you know, firing it up today. I recognize that the tune, the, the initial tune really, really well. Um, and you know that's pretty much all there is to it we do have uh, a resident tower plan expert who's going to give us a couple of minutes of audio for this one and he's going to talk a bit about his thoughts on the game so i'm going to just slot that in right here
3: Hello, this is Sean Holly from the Ten Pence Arcade Podcast, and I'm recording for the Arcade Perfect Podcast, which is another podcast about arcade games because it's in the in the title there. Uh, this is Sky Shark, also known as Sky Shark, Flying Shark in the US, High Shoes Dave in Japan, and for some bizarre reason in the UK, Uncle Dennis buys some grapes. Weird. Nineteen eighty seven military themed vertical shoot em up from Tomaplan, this is. You fl- <coughs> Excuse me, excuse me, lad. You, f- <coughs> you fly a biplane in this one which is a bisexual <laughs> plane very progressive for japan in the late 80s that is so you have your usual planes tanks ships and bad guys flying over air land sea etc it's a bit of an upgrade on the hardware from previous plane games so the sound is more intricate i'd say and the graphics seem a bit more detailed they're uninspired but detailed that you know just okay like a a pizza from Mega Munch. It's a shame because Mega Munch, they do really good Donner Kebabs, but the pizzas are not great. Must try harder, Mega Munch. Anyway, you power up your ship with more bullets. It's just bullets. Now what else? But well, you can never have too many bullets, can you, lads? And also, bomb. Love bombs me. It's a competent, uninspired shooter, I would say. But it's tower Plan. And all Toa Plan shooters feel good to play. The attack patterns are really well thought out. The difficulty level is, level is well high higher than a really massive fence and it takes about twelve thousand bullets to shoot anything <laughs> what this one has got and other tower plan things have is the bad guys don't fire at you if you're extremely close or on top of them and that is a great mechanic so it's, it's not these point blank deaths what you get in a lot of other shooters and the music is rousing rouse me right up music rouse me right up right thank lads Th- thank i mean thanks lads bye yeah, so there you go. So
0: this Mister Sean Holly giving his opinions. Uh, I find him a quick message off, and he was there at Arcade Club at the time. He he found he found Flying Shark, and he said, "Yep, no worries. I'm going to go in there. I'm going to play it, and I'll give you my thoughts on it." So hopefully, uh, li- live and a ac- live action there go goes straight through. So hopefully, uh, you enjoyed that. It's quite entertaining, as as always with Mister Holly. Thanks, Sean.
1: <laughs> Happy Holly, <laughs> oh. as I call him. Happy Holly.
0: Yeah. Happy. happy. He's, he's a classic. So uh, yeah, I couldn't do a tower plan game without giving him a little bit of time. There to yeah. put that in. So thanks, Sean. Uh, all right. Moving on to a bit about, um, past experiences and, um, Paul, we'll go to you first. Did you, you, sure. you picked, uh, picked flying shot. Um, do you, did you remember playing it in the arcade? Did you, did you enjoy it? Things like that. Or was it more of a, I had it on the computer and so on.
2: Um, yeah, no, I played it in the arcade. So, uh, I quite distinctly remember it. I, I used to go like down to the seaside, you know, uh, during the summer holidays, and uh, there was a swimming pool we used to go to, like in the summer when we, were in, uh, when we were on holiday. And like they had arcades in the swimming pool, or like in the reception area, which sounds pretty weird today, but back then mm. that was a pretty popular thing to do to have like a line of arcades. And they had it in there, and I played it, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, I like those sort of games anyway, like shoot 'em ups, so, or like nine forty two, yeah, nineteen forty two, <laughs> you know, that stuff like that. Um, yeah. yeah, and I really, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. Um, and then sort of later on, I played it at Friends on the Spectrum, and I was quite surprised. At the t- well, at the time, I had a Spectrum anyway, and like, I okay. thought it was really, really good. I really, really, really liked it, so sort of bought it straight away myself and played it there. Yeah, um, yeah but after that, I, I didn't think about it for years. I completely <laughs> forgot about it. A bit, a bit like Daz was saying earlier, just like completely... Went from my mind, and funny yeah. enough, when I got the arcade cabinet, when I got the um, Astro, I saw yeah. a cheap PCB for sale because it was quite at the time. It was quite one of the quite cheap ones, mm. and uh, so I picked it up, and uh, I just got really into it. I just started playing it like each evening and just playing a couple of credits, and I just got yeah. you know, really into it, really enjoyed it, and yeah. uh, I actually really like the fact that there aren't all the crazy power ups, and there isn't like any weird chaining or strange you know combinations mm. to get points. It's just simple you just shoot and collect bombs and that's it you know it's dodge <laughs> dodge, dodge yeah, dodge. yeah exactly. that's a I, I like that simplicity because you could just get into it and you could just go into the flow of it and play it and you know i just really like that and i like twin cobra which you mentioned as well one of the other ones i really like and tatsujin as well so yeah i, I just really enjoy it i just think it's a great game yeah but uh, yeah.
0: yeah so yeah i mean like you mentioned the spectrum is i suppose um there is quite a few versions of it but it's it's kind of like Daz mentioned as well, it's kind of fell into obscurity a bit, hasn't it? It's not yeah. been on any compilations or anything like that for uh, for a long while. We haven't really seen it surface again.
2: No. I, I'm assuming it's because they just feel it like was superseded by things like Twin Cobra and, and obviously the later games. So it, yeah. it just never gets released. But yeah, yeah, it's a bit of a shame in a
1: way. It is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I actually think it's a lot better than... Um, 1942 and all that i think it destroys those so i think yeah, it's a better game yeah. personally <clears throat> yeah i
0: i prefer it to 1942 i'm pretty sure there's a lot of people who don't yeah uh, i'm pretty sure sure <laughs> sean holly would be one of those who's a big <laughs> fan of 1942 <laughs> <laughs> as well. so i'm sure a lot of people say oh 1942 is a better game blah, blah 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 but you're right i i, I don't last very long on 1942 I don't last a lot longer on on Blind yeah, Shark, but Blind yeah. uh, Shark does bring back more memories for me. It was a more remember more memorable game for me as well. So, um, yes. all right, that's what about you then? Did you have any um, past experiences with the game, or
1: um, just a C64? Just had it on a random pirated disc and used to just give it a go and play it on that. I mean. <laughs> And damn it, I remember it being hard, but, geez, playing it again now, I didn't realise how hard it actually was. And mm. as as I say, you know, when you're older, you you probably got more patience and you're better at games. Uh, <laughs> this proves it, because oh, I was absolutely, totally uh crap at it this time. It's like, jeez, this is- I can't believe I used to play this and actually do okay. Well, from memory, yeah. anyway. But, yeah, no, it's yeah. that's the, that's the only place I ever played it back in the day. I don't remember playing it in the arcades, um- again like i've forgotten all about it it wasn't even a game i used to put on on mame so
0: yeah.
1: i'm i'm actually quite glad that we've we, um revisited it yeah okay
0: <clears throat> i know um in the uk paul i think it was Coin who distributed it so yeah. I, th- I think um it was quite popular in the uk i saw yeah. it in a lot i saw it in a lot of places i really got quite exposed to to uh, flying shark it was in the kebab house in the local <laughs> town it was you know in the swimming baths where, where they rotate yeah. a couple of machines in and out uh, it was, like you say at the seaside you'd see it knocking around it was pretty pretty common to see flying shark um, knocking around in the UK um, yeah so yeah there must be a fair few of those boards knocking around uh, in the UK and whatnot but like you say if you want a board I don't know about I've seen a few boards for sale in Australia and they're going for around $900 for oh, a current day.
2: Really? Yeah. Oh, I, paid yeah. About, I think I paid about... So I probably bought about 10 years ago and I reckon I paid about 40 quid.
0: <laughs> 40 quid.
1: <70 laughs> that's, that's more realistic. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs>
0: yeah so it's gone it's got up tenfold the demand is pushing it up i think but um yeah. any tower plant shooters you know seems to go go for good money these days but um yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And, th- and that's it pretty much the arcade i think i i think i might have played it on the c64 a fair bit um the uh the uk version of it um and i don't think i really played it on the amiga as far as I remember But um, but that was pretty much it really If it had ever come out as an arcade perfect um, Game on a compilation Or anything else I would have definitely uh, snapped that game Snapped the game up for a for a few plays Here and there So uh, I've got a lot of fun memories of it And the, the music um, Stage 1 really stands out to me It uh, brings back a few yeah. memories as well So yeah it's a great 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 game I still, still enjoy it did find it hard uh, to get into? I managed to challenge myself enough to get through stage one without dying. Finally, got <laughs> kill, killed the boss and uh, got through stage one without dying. So after that, I pretty much put it down. I was like, "Yep, okay." <laughs> <laughs> I've, had enough, I've had enough punishment for one day. That's that's good enough
1: for me. Is it is it just yeah. me? Is, is it just me? <laughs> do the stages seem like really long? Um, I didn't did, didn't seem to me like they were really long.
0: Um, yeah. It didn't really sort something that really stood that must, out to me. But, um, me I think one of the versions, the stages were a bit seemed a bit cut down and shorter.
1: Yeah. Okay,
0: but um, yeah, that I, I felt. But uh, yeah, I didn't feel the stages for that long. But I think there's only that little interval, isn't there? Where you kind of stop, you like your land stop, and then you take mm. off again. So the, the stages are almost they don't change that much. Stage two goes, you know, more over water um and whatnot um stage three four and five uh, i only saw a little bit of a of a one cc game just to see what what was beyond <laughs> the start of stage two yeah <laughs> Don't don't tend to see much past that but um i don't think the graphics you know change too much there's different there's different land you know backgrounds and things like that but it's not he doesn't go crazy and go into space uh, or, anything nah. or anything like that. It's just, uh, you know, it's a plain, it's a plain army type, you know, uh, land, land, uh, sea and air uh, things to shoot. That's pretty much what it is. Five stages of that. So uh, yeah. with a bit of a bit of a crazy boss at the end.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And, um, all right, guys. So we'll. We'll talk a little bit about. Um, should we start going through a few versions? Quite a bit of trivia as Let's well, and some bobs that we can go through uh, as we go through the games. Um, okay. Do you want to go? Uh, Daz, do you want to maybe kick it off with which one we're going to pick first? Go oh, for one of the early ones. I can go DOS if you like. Yeah, I didn't do the DOS one, so that yeah. would be yeah, that'd be a good one to, to kick <clears> off. And then if Paul, if you managed to no, get, I, up. Well, yeah, I, I didn't manage to get my DOS running. Run no. <laughs> like if you won't run DOS, unfortunately, even with the uh the file unfortunately doesn't like it. So Yeah. yeah. Well I'm wrapped. So, so yeah. it's gonna be up to you, DAS,
1: this one. No, I no, I'm quite happy now that I've got a Windows ninety eight DOS machine up and running. So yeah. it's just an easy yeah. click, bang, yeah. and it starts. The problem is I don't have a joystick or control pad that supports DOS yet. So I have to use either a mouse or or the keys. So um <clears throat> yeah, DOS doesn't like USB controllers, so Unfortunately, yeah. So, I had to use a mouse with this. <laughs> 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 I, I, I chose mouse over keyboard. I just thought it would be a lot easier. It wasn't too bad. So, I can't really comment on the controls Um, besides saying, look, it was okay. But anyway, let's start off. Uh, the colourful graphics, I think they're okay. Would have been happy if, if you saw this back in the day. Um, Sound is really bad. It's, it's PC speaker sound. They didn't even utilise a sound blaster. Couldn't even configure that. So, yeah. Um, Scrolling was fine. um, But you know what? It's not even really a game. It's just too easy. Um, When I was trying to figure out the controls, the plane was just flying. And um, there was only a few planes. There was no tanks. Nothing was shooting. Nothing was shooting at me. I don't know if the the file I got was, like, I don't know, hacked or something. I don't know, but nothing was actually shooting at me until about yeah. halfway about through the stage. Then the tanks came uh, and then turrets appeared as well, but still no shooting. It was very strange. Um, yeah, yeah so nothing was just shooting at me. It was just easy. Yeah. Like I said, there was, there was a stage I wasn't even touching the controls and it was nothing was happening and I was just flying. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I should have actually researched to see if that was right, but that yeah. was very 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 strange and seeing that I'm running it on real hardware it's not like it's an emulation problem so
0: mm.
1: who knows maybe
0: they te- maybe they're taking the feedback from the it was a difficult game and they di- maybe they <laughs> pulled the pulled the difficulty back a bit too far
1: yeah <laughs> so look I'll get this there's, there's either two two um ratings for this it's it's too easy and boring so it's absolute mm. crap or yeah. It's good. And I've just, I've just gotten a, just a crappy version that doesn't shoot. Yeah. I mean, cause like I said, n- nothing attacked you. It was just, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It was, um, it's, it's a shame. This, this version's very stinky for the wrong reasons. It's just, uh, it's really, really yeah. strange one. I've never encountered anything like this before. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's, that, that's the DOS version, man. It wasn't really... It was very, very uneventful. <laughs> it was very uneventful. It's strange, because it, it actually looked pretty. For, for what it was, it was actually a good-looking game, but, yeah, very uneventful. It was boring. Very, very boring.
0: Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, maybe we'll move into some of the 8-bit, uh, more popular home computer versions. Are we going to hit the specy? Should we talk a bit about the Spectrum version? Yep, I can
1: do that. All right. Oh, if you wants to go first okay, on that one?
0: So- Yeah, I'll I'll kick it off then. So I thought um, thought they got a nice title screen and it got pretty kick-ass intro music. Mm -hmm. I thought it was really, uh, really pretty cool uh, intro there. Um, But the graphics are detailed, they're pretty great. Um, It's kind of a copy of what the... I played the Amstrad version before this one. Mm -hmm. Uh, It seemed like it was uh, pretty much a copy uh, graphically, in the Amstrad one, apart from they just uh, had a big fan, uh, fetish for black and yellow.
1: Yeah, first level's Spectrum like that. Version. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> it was, uh, there was, uh, when you, when you hit, did anybody hit the smart bomb on the Specky? Yeah,
1: yeah. it just flashes. Oh yeah, wow,
0: it's like a party going on, was <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. let <laughs> <this> go.
0: <laughs> it was like what we're gonna do is make the game yellow and black but we're gonna go all out with a smart bomb and have a party it was like a flash flash of all of the colors of the spectrum going off on the screen it was pretty crazy but um but yeah graphically i thought it was really really nice um i think just the the black and the yellow well, i don't know maybe a little bit more color into it might have might have been better I put it played really well Well, The pace is definitely slowed down Mm -hmm. Compared to the arcade And I think that probably helps it Um, The fact that it is slowed down a bit Um, It is a challenge But it's not a ridiculous challenge Um, With it being black and yellow You know and it being slowed down You can see the bullets It's not too bad Um, If it had been running You know At the pace of the arcade I think you'd have had no chance (laughs) Of seeing anything (laughs) Yeah Yeah uh, yeah, so uh, I think the worst part of the, this version I found was just the constant noise of firing. Unfortunately, there's no music on it, which really sucked. And mm-hmm. um, because the intro music was great, uh, and it just makes it feel a little bit empty. But overall, it was it was worth a play. And um, and the challenge is kind of a, a reasonable level where I played it a few times. I went back and gave it a few more goes. Um, so I thought playability is good. The sound was. Not great, unfortunately. Uh, that was the worst part about it. But, um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's definitely not the stinky one.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: for a change, for the spectrum. <laughs> for a change, yeah. So I don't know uh, what you, what your guys, you might have a different opinion depending on maybe on what order you played it. Uh, but, yeah, I didn't think it was that, that bad, really. Just the sound effects were a killer.
1: Paul? <laughs>
2: Um, yeah, I actually liked it. I, it's weird. I, it's I had a Spectrum for years, and I, I obviously had this back in the day. But I'd, I actually don't think I've played on a Spectrum for about twenty years, <laughs> so it was really <laughs> weird booting this up and going back to it. But I actually thought the sort of the black and yellow worked all right. It maybe reminded me like a Game Boy game or something. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, I, yeah. When I was playing it, I was almost thinking like, if this if there was a Game Boy version that was like this that uh, has good music on it instead, like <laughs> yeah. it would be all right. It'd be an okay game. <laughs> Mm. So I was, and I, I quite like the way the screen was laid out as well. So it was, it mm-hmm. kept the vertical ratio by having like the, the things on the side with the score and all the rest of it. So it had yeah. the right shaped screen compared to all the others.
0: Mm. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, didn't mention that, but yeah, you're right there. The the fact the borders were on the left and the right of it kept the kept it from being kind of a uh, landscape view, which was which was nice. It worked well for the game.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, but but like you say though, the sound having no sound is a killer for me. I hate <laughs> games no sound or no music, and um, bad news. But but no, generally it? it's quite good. I definitely wasn't disappointed. Anyway.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it won't be you won't be playing that version on game music guide ga- then.
3: <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. No.
1: <laughs> bleep bleep bloop bloop or, bleep uh, bleep. Das? Um, you're going to be very surprised about my um. My review here. Um This was one I actually chucked on when I first got my ZX Spectrum a few years ago. I thought, okay, I can always give this one a go. And um playing it again, I just think it's absolutely awesome. I love it. I think it's great. For me to say that about the specking, you know, it's got there's, there's that rare time, okay, people can get angry at me, it's rare, okay, but there's that rare time <laughs> when the Speccy just absolutely destroys everyone, and I think this is one of those games. I think it's, the the difficulty's balanced, controls are tight, Um look, I really like the graphics here, I, I, look, I'm with um, Tag on this one, I think sometimes the colours can hurt the eyes a little bit, but um, they do change in a second level, etc. it doesn't stay yellow and black, so, mm. um, look, sound is okay, I mean... This would have been great if it was a 128K version. Have that mm. music on top. It would be, would be friggin' sp- spot on, I think. Um, but yeah, I look at the scrolling again was perfect. I-, I think it's an outstanding port. I loved it. I absolutely love it. This is probably the only one i oh, well, I'll be lying now because after I've played a few more, but this was one of the games that I would always go back to when I turn on the ZX Spectrum. Mm-hmm. I, th- I love it. I think it's absolutely great. It's, it's my favorite 8-bit port. Well, it's my favorite. Yeah. Probably, I have to say, it's probably my favorite port. I think it's. I think Ooh, it's awesome. Hello. Yeah, I know. How's that? <laughs> hello, boys. <Very> <laughs> <the cast>. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, I loved it. I loved it. I'm kind wasn't of. It I'm, I'm, by,
0: wasn't it made by Craft Gold this one?
1: I think it was. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think Craft Gold did this. Who did Ray, cop You know, uh, Rainbow Islands, Islands on the Uyghur yeah. uh, and things like that, and on the C64. When when Craft Gold game came up um on he the yes, top screen i was kind of like oh this might be actually quite good i love craft Cod games and yeah. i was pleasantly surprised that it was programmed really well and uh yeah it was, it was a good version yeah i was quite surprised andy, andy godoy will be falling off the back of his yeah <laughs> being a big spectrum <laughs> fan that we're actually not dissing it for
1: yeah <laughs> no no i think it's great i loved it absolutely loved it Oh, yeah. well done S- S- um, Sinclair S- 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 Clive. Mm.
3: <laughs> enjoying the show why not check out some other great retro gaming podcasts like Retro Asylum the Retro Hour RGDS Maximum Power Up Arcade Attack and the Ten Pence Arcade <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. alright moving on guys uh, which one next uh, Amstrad
1: Okay, Amstrad sure might as well. They're pretty much the same game.
0: Yeah. I uh, Paul, do you want to kick this one off? Did you hit the Amstrad yeah. one or? Uh, yeah.
2: Well, I had so I had, I must admit I didn't actually play it in the end. I watched some videos and had a look, um, but uh, I, I think I could tell enough from it by watching your video I saw, yeah. <laughs> which was that uh, it looks like a Spectrum version with colour. So that's a good sign. So it looks it looks a bit better, I think, than the Spectrum version. Um, yeah. The sound's still terrible. Uh, it's really not not too good either um it might be maybe maybe a little bit better but probably not um but it runs at about three frames a second yeah (laughs) so so it's just it just looks utterly unplayable whereas the spectrum one like you said it's really super smooth it's really nice like this just looks terrible just looks like it's unplayable um (laughs) is, is that what you guys found as well yeah did you play it tag
0: I, I did play it, yeah. I think it was one of the first versions that I um, that I played. So, I actually, I actually, I actually quite enjoyed this version um, when I first put it on. It was, it was actually um, very much like the Spectrum for me. Uh, you got obviously you've got a co- bit more color in there. I think it was about, mm. think it was about four or five colors or something like that. I think, which was probably the only downside to it was that it was the number of colors on the screen when you i think the plane was green and obviously in that first stage there's a lot of trees that are green and when you when you head over something that's the same color as your plane things get a little bit nasty and it's (laughs) very hard to see what's going on uh (laughs) that was probably one of the worst things for me about 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 the version was just the fact that uh, sometimes the lack of colors made it a bit of an army but graphically the details was exactly like the spectrum version um and I thought the playability on this one was was pretty tight as well. It was on the slow and easier side, like the specy one, which made it a little bit more manageable to play. Mm. And it, like I didn't mind playing it. I played it a few times and, and quite enjoyed it. So um, yeah, I mean, uh, some others might have had different experiences. <laughs> <but> <laughs> mm. I've got a feeling does might uh, might have a different opinion, but but yeah, it was one of the first ones I played, and I was quite surprised that. Uh, what it was like again? It was done, I think it was done by Craft Gold.
1: It was. So, yeah.
0: Um, yeah. So it was. Yeah, I thought it was a, a decent port. It definitely wasn't the uh, the smelly one. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: okay. All right. So uh, yeah. What about uh, you guys? Um, uh, Daz?
1: Bland graphics. So yeah, much like the ZX Spectrum, but clearer than the Specky port. Um, I like the resolution. It was small, but it was crisp. Um, I thought the difficulty was okay. It was good. Um, game, just like Paul said, it just runs too slow, I think. Um, playing this on real hardware as well. So no emulation there. Um, so what did I write here? If it was the only version you'd ever played, ever, you didn't know any other game, any other versions in comparison, um, I I think you'd enjoy it, but it it was too slow. Uh, Controls were tight. Um... Just, again, shame there's no music. Would have made the mm. game a little bit more enjoyable. But one thing I, I actually have to uh, mention is that with the ZX Spectrum and the Amstrad and also the C64, um, I love that you can activate the smart bomb just by holding down the button. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah that,
0: is, that is good. Then having to go and push the space bar, for example, like yeah. some versions we'll talk about. That's it was, correct. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. a good little feature that was... I really liked you know I mean? it.
1: Yeah, yeah, so I think that, that that adds to a lot to the to the eight bit ports. That um, that's that's a really really good addition. So um, look, yeah, the CPC version I didn't think it was bad. It's not stinky. Um, I think it's good for the. System. I think it could have did. I think they could have did a better job. Uh, they, they the thing is it's lazy. They they should stay away from these spectrum conversions. Just do it properly. Because so I think yeah. I think they would have got a, gotten a better game that way. But. Not stinky, but yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't the best. <laughs> mm.
2: Yeah, that took me ages to find that smart bomb thing, though. The uh.
1: button you had to hold it. I just mm. couldn't.
2: I just didn't figure it out for ages.
1: <laughs> I did <it> by accident. <laughs> <laughs> by accident, for me.
0: Yeah, I think I found it by accident as well. You know, to be fair.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, I was thinking, what what is, is a certain key that that does it or what?
1: Mm. But uh, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh dear. Got oh, some um... okay so moving on guys uh so we've done the specky the amstrad
1: um <sighs> c64 I was,
0: some, like,
1: I was thinking do you have some... any trivia though do you have any trivia we haven't had any trivia yet
0: uh well i i did get some trivia um <laughs> i'm trying to think uh i do want to mention one but i want to get the c64 one oh, out okay the way first. Right. okay we'll do that um okay. I, I, do, I did i did look i wondered why it was called flying shark Mm -hmm. okay the game so there's a few theories to this okay Uh, back in the uk there was a biplane called the shark Mm -hmm. which i thought okay well maybe that's maybe that's the reason but also uh back in the day um there was a thing during the world i think it came in during world war ii where they started to i think it started off with the germans they started to paint the front of their planes with different things so Mm -hmm. they would have you know, uh, fancy women, pin-up women and things like that on their planes and, and so things like that to uh, to be able to show who the pilot was of the planes. Uh, it was kind of a show-off kind of thing, you know, an oh, kind okay. of a show-off kind of thing. And um, in the end, this thing took off. And um, one of the most popular ones or the most, um, I suppose, well-known ones was the the shark, you know, the shark teeth <clears throat> on the yeah. front yeah. of the plane. Um, so it may be that they saw, you know, that on, on some of the planes and thought flying shark, we'll call it flying shark. So they, you know, the kind of uh, well-known or famous painting of the, the shark teeth on the, on the planes. But people, they actually hired people, uh, artists during the war to fly out. They pay them extremely well money, uh, extremely good money to uh, paint the planes with what people wanted on the on the front yeah. to demonstrate you know something about them or to remind them of home and, and things like that so so yeah maybe it was due to the shark the name of the biplane or maybe it was due to the fact that um, you know the the famous painting of the shark teeth on the on the planes and they called it flying shark to well, yeah, I'm not sure. It's inconclusive, but there's a few yeah. different theories there for people to, to to dig a bit deeper on if they've got the time or want to. Could really be bothered. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, so there's a little bit of a tri- little bit of trivia on there. Maybe the background to the name.
2: Uh, that's All right. Cool. I- that's some amazing the ones of those pictures you see of those front of those planes. So there's some really there's some great ones, isn't there? Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. It's very very impressive. Some of the stuff that was, that was painted on them. Yeah. All right, so moving on, Dasa C64. C64. Okay. okay. So who do you want to go first, us
1: I'll go first. Is I'll go first. Um, okay, jumping back into this, it was again hazy memory, you know. So it's I thought I can't remember it being really good. Um, okay. Very little presentation, which is disappointing. The um, graphics are fine, blocky and big, as usual. Um, the music's great. Love the music. Controls are tight. Scrolling is perfect, but difficulty is insane. I think it puts arcade version to shame. It's absolutely ridiculous. Enemy planes to fly too fast. The bullets are just hard to see. I mean, this is a problem that I would have yeah. thought would have just really been ZX Spectrum thing, but they- you couldn't <laughs> see them because they were just flashing, flashing, you know, dots. It was just, a- and it- they were just too hard. It was too hard to dodge. Um, I think the only way you're going to get away getting further in this game, it's because it's a memory game. So you got to remember where everything comes from. I think once you know where the em- enemies are coming from, it'll be a, l- a little easier, little easier. Doesn't mean it'll be easier. Um Yeah. <sighs> I was actually quite just really raged me. If anything, this version, (laughs) it's just, it's funny how your brain tricks you and thinking how good it was back in the day. Um, yeah, yeah, it's just, it's just damn too hard. It was two extremes. The DOS was just ridiculously easy. The C4 version was just too hard. So, um, yeah, (laughs) I'm, I'm going to have a bit of a, um, going to say a bit. A bit of a fight between who's going to be the stinkiest. I'd probably say more DOS, but well, I'll, I'll decide at the end of the show.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: yep,
0: yep. So yeah, I I was um, I played this version, and um, yeah, I just found it insanely difficult. I, you does? I thought that was the the worst thing about it. It was just. Um, very very hard to to actually play the 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 shots that they fire was so so quick, you just couldn't yeah. get it. You know, you, by the time you've seen them, like half the time you couldn't you couldn't dodge them. Yeah. So um, and I found that the graphics, although they were they were more colourful, they hadn't really got much of an out. They haven't got an outline to them. Yeah. In some cases, like the plane, they blend got an outline to it, so it kind of blended in a yeah. little bit to the to the background. So uh, I was. Didn't think the graphics were as good as they could have been on the on the C64 version, but um, the music was okay. I thought the music was good. I didn't think it was mega standout, to be honest. But um, but uh, yeah, apart from that, it was it was it was probably one of my stinky, It's a little bit smelly. Let's say yeah. for me, it's a big surprise. We'll have to play in things like the Spectrum version. Um, Yeah, and I've got a little bit of history on the C64 one, so I will talk about that after, uh, Paul, Paul, after you've um, talked a bit about it as well.
2: Yeah, so, I mean, similar to you guys, really. I mean, my first thought was that, you know, it looked looked okay, but it was kind of like washed out and kind of pastel colours. Yeah, pastel,
1: yeah. Yep.
2: It didn't really kind of look right, but it looked okay though. It looked okay, and then the scoring the and the speed was fine. They, well, it kind of seemed okay, and, and and the music as well was. It wasn't the best, but it was it, seemed, you know, it was way better than not having any music like the others <laughs> that we've done so far. But you like exactly like you say. Just it's just punishingly difficult. I sort of had the exact different thing that happened you haven't but a DOS one where i couldn't figure out the controls and i left it playing and it was just you know playing along when i was trying to figure out the controls Mm -hmm. and i was dying like immediately like i was like as soon as it started someone shot me down like (laughs) it was so difficult and even when you know when i started playing it properly you just can't see the bullets coming to you just they come so fast they're white and they seem to blend into the background so yeah it's definitely um it definitely is a bit stinky. I think mm. <laughs> <laughs> certainly not the best one.
0: No, 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 definitely not. It's a big surprise. I was, I was quite. It was one of the first versions I played, so I was kind of. I almost had to go back to it to think: Have I badly? Have I evaluated this one wrong? Or is it yes. the same? Repeat? Opi- has everybody got the same opinion? I'm just on a bit of a downer today for it, or what? <laughs> so mm. it's not usually the case, but. Um, yeah, it was it was very uh, quite, st- quite stinky in my from the ones I played. <laughs> <laughs> so I can give you a little bit of trivia on this version. So um, after this version was made, um, they decided to drop uh, that software. I can't remember the software company's name now. I don't know if you guys can refresh my mind on that. Who it was, but um, but the guys who made this version ended up um, being kicked. And they went to, uh, for, for the US release, they went to another company uh, and they rebuilt it from from scratch. Oh. Uh, and it was the same company who made um, the second version, the Sky Shark for the US market, also made the uh, the NES version as well.
1: Ah.
3: Uh-huh.
0: So, um, yeah, so they didn't want that version over in the US. They thought the quality <laughs> uh, was, was a problem and... I think today it shows it as well. It was probably the right choice, uh, right choice to make. So
1: conversion. Did
0: you guys try out yeah. the other version, the US version, Sky Shark? I
1: didn't know it existed. <laughs> I yeah. didn't know it existed. <laughs> it says yeah, this this one was done by Catalyst Coders. That's what it says. Hmm. Yeah. Who did the NES version?
3: Mm.
0: Yeah. Did oh. you give it
2: a go, Paul? No, I, I watched the videos, um, but yeah. I didn't actually play it because I'd, play, I'd already played the NES version at that point, and they looked yeah. pretty similar. They're, I mean, NES might look a little bit better, but it looks pretty yeah. similar. And the music's, music's by Tim Foden, and it's, uh, it's really wild, actually. It's, really, it's actually really good. Yes. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. It's yeah, not really,
0: but, uh, um, it's not really... I think from memory, it hadn't got the um, actual theme music, had it? It was different music.
2: Well, yeah, it's kind of, it kind of starts off like the main music, and then it just goes off into to, just craziness, basically. But it's quite good.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is a good, 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 song. Yeah, good tune, but uh, not quite Flying Shark. It's a bit like well, it's not Flying Shark, but it's uh, it's a good, it's got quite good music. Yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah. on this version, they got instead of it having the information down the side, there was just a small um, uh, bar at the top with your, you know, your score and stuff on there. But yeah, it's quite a bit different. I, it didn't look like it was a biplane, though. That was the first thing nah. I noticed. I thought it was like a Spitfire or something. Yeah, else looking at the, it now, the plane was, yeah. but um, but the graphics were a little bit better, and um, it definitely was um, nowhere near as badly programmed and like rapid rapid shots and things like that. It was hmm. a lot more playable uh, for yeah. the US market than the poor UK one that we got, unfortunately. But it was made by that that company was a UK company who who made the US port. So it's handed over to a different UK company. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah. So that's a little bit about the uh, the history there. So, due to poor quality, um, it got a second second release uh, for the US market. It got made twice. There you go. <laughs>
2: Tells Ooh. you a lot about the original one, then, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah. It
0: kind of pretty much sums it up. It was that stinky that they had to remake <laughs> it for America. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I think it's more about the difficulty, if anything. It was the difficulty yeah, that was. put me yeah, off. Yeah. It was ridiculous.
0: Yeah, it's just, <clears throat> just very difficult to play.
1: Yeah. Cool.
0: All right, guys. Uh, moving on. So,
1: Ness. Which one do you
0: want to go through next?
1: Ness. Well, we'll stick to eight bit. well just go to Ness. Yeah,
0: go hit, hit the Ness. The Ness one for me was just like the C- the second release of the C sixty four. Very very similar uh, to that to that one from uh, from memory, uh, as it was made by the same company as well. So um, when I first started playing it, I thought uh, it played pretty I thought it played pretty well. Uh, it's pretty solid. Uh, version gra- again, the graphics were, you know, pretty good cool for the NES. Um, the music, wise, it was a NES rendition of Sky of uh, Sky Shark or Flying <laughs> Shark. Yeah, uh, it, you know, you, you think about what that sounds like, and it's bang on exactly what it was like. It was uh, it it was a tune, but in uh, using the NES chip, it was not not bad, not bad music. But um, yeah, I think uh, pretty much. It's pretty much the same same game as the uh, second release of the C64 one. Didn't see anything really much different about no. it, to be fair. It was pretty solid to play, but um, yeah, that's pretty much it, really. It's not too much more that I picked no. up on it, really.
1: Well, the NES and the C64 do share the same processor, so...
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'll be yeah. quick with this one. Um, I thought the graphics were okay. Uh, sound was great. Uh, controls were tight. Um, I felt the plane and the enemies were a little small. Does that sound right? Yeah. I don't know. I found it just yeah, a touch to small. Touch a um, it was a flicker fest though. It was f- so much flicker. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Um, I, I I emulated this one, so I don't know if it was an emula- emulation thing or not. But um, <clears throat> yeah, it was just a lot of flicker. But look, still very playable. I enjoyed it a lot. I actually really liked it. It was just it felt like a different spin on 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 um. On flying shark or sky shark, as yeah, you'd call it, yeah. I didn't mind. I thought it was good. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Paul, all right, uh, Paul. Anything? Uh, any points?
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I, th- I think I think you said it already, but I mean, I, there was just something about it that just didn't feel quite right. I don't know if it's because of the the sprites were a little bit smaller or they weren't quite so many on screen but there was something about it just felt a bit different it was almost yeah. like an interpretation of flying shark rather than a strict <laughs> conversion of it if you know what i mean yeah, um yeah. Uh, and, and the other thing was that you know things like uh the collision detection just felt a bit off like you it felt quite hard you know when, it, when the planes are shooting out sort of three bullets out the bottom or something like that and you try and get yeah. in between two of them like they'd almost always catch me like and i'm sure that i i was okay but it didn't think i was (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah i think it was a little bit unfair with the hitbox it was a little bit out of the
0: (laughs) the plane's hitbox
2: yeah 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 and stuff like that the sea when you get to the bit where there's a sea it's like the background's just like all one uniform color blue like there's no any detail it's literally just flat you know yeah, yeah. there's nothing to it but but generally it's not bad it's fine it's, it's, it's certainly not bad but it's certainly not one i'd sort of rush out and buy either you know <laughs> yeah yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah okay look um i reckon we we'll just do atarius t next what do you think sounds good mate. sounds good yeah. sounds good yep. okay cool um i went in here being optimistic as usual and um i was quite surprised very surprised. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was cool. Uh, lovely graphics. Um, sound. I really like the music. Um, the screen moved um, nicely as well. I shouldn't get my notes because I wasn't reading my notes. <laughs> there you go. That's better. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> colorful graphics. You, good music. <laughs> <laughs> C- controls felt a little sloppy, though. Um, it took a while to get used to. One crappy thing, though. Um you have to use Spacebar to use the bomb. It's like, why would they do that? I mean, they did it they did a good job on the AP ports. Why wouldn't they just do the same thing with this? But mm. yeah, it, it it's yeah, it's a bit of a distraction, you know what I mean? So I was used to you know, just holding down the button on the other ports and then this had to go do that. It was like hmm. but look overall, um you would have been you would have been very happy if you had this back in the day. A very, very good Atari ST port. Very, very good. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I know you guys mentioned that you didn't play it, but it is a lot like the Amiga version. So we might as well just talk about that one next. Yes, I yeah, go Amiga. Is, I
0: think it's uh, the actual Amiga one was using the same source code as the uh, ST. So it mm-hmm. even mentions it in the ti- on the title ah, okay. of the game on the Amiga. <laughs> it says source code generously donated for the, from the ST version by somebody or other. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so you know you get a very similar uh, similar game. I think the scrolling um was a little bit better on the on the ST version from what I'd read up um but yeah I played the Amiga version uh when I when I played it I thought that I thought the graphics looked good there it's like um, a felt tip version of the uh, of the arcade, it's all the colours are just a, a little bit. It's like the Rainbow Islands version. Everything, all the colours are really bright and, um, and colourful, and everything's got like a nice little black outline round, <laughs> around it and stuff. So uh, it's kind of um, it's a bit more kiddified the the graphics almost.
1: Yeah, yeah it's very What's cartoony, the, very cartoony.
0: Yeah, yeah, but they're nice graphics. So they're just not quite capturing the feel of the arcade graphics, I think. Uh, it's like almost like a slightly different version of it, but, um, but yeah, the graphics look nice. They were bright, vibrant. Not quite the arc- a bit different start to the arcade, but um, played well. Like Daz mentioned, the space bar. I think I don't know why they couldn't just hold down there, you know, the fire button like the eight bit versions. Mm. So it's just a bit more natural and uh, uh, accessible to be able to play the game <laughs> when you've got stuff firing at you. They definitely made it easier to play than the arcade. It was a lot easier. I got more power-ups in this version at that point in time playing it than any other version uh, so i think i got up to like six or six shot or something like that. i was like oh this is what the power-ups are like if you keep if you manage to keep collecting them <laughs> yeah. so uh, yeah it was definitely a little bit easier to play um, it was almost um the, the 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 biggest thing for me was the screen resolutions um, you know it's a it's a very portrait version of the game and not not landscape yeah. yeah sorry it's a, the opposite it's a very landscape landscape of a, of a portrait game yeah so, yeah you know yeah. they didn't put the borders on it like some of the versions they they try to mimic the uh, the the landscape version by putting boards on the side i think that would have been better suited to the to the amiga if they'd done that as well instead of making it like a letterbox style it was like it was like Ninja Warriors, uh, three yeah. screen. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> resolution, uh, compared to uh, vertical resolution. So it was, it was quite a bit different, but, um, yeah, apart from, apart from that, the music was okay. It was, um, it was kind of the, uh, yeah. Typical was, Amiga. You could, hear, you could hear the, um, the, the arcade tune, uh, in there, the popular tune, and it wasn't a bad take on on the on the uh, on the arcade. I quite like the uh, the music on it, but overall, it was it played well. It was, it was a good port. The few things, the biggest niggle probably for me was the the the, the actual um, resolution. The port being in um, landscape, kind of a landscape mode resolution for it. Apart from that, it wasn't a bad bad version. Uh, what about yourself, uh, Paul? What do you think?
2: Yeah, it's similar really. I mean, I, I, I sort of had some fun playing it. I quite liked it. I was, I was really framed by the graphics at first. I was kind of, because <laughs> of that. Because even the, even the loading screen's got like a cartoony kind of image. <laughs> like, you know, it, yes. it looks, The whole thing just kind of, you know, is very cartoony. It wasn't um, a
0: biplane, was it? On the um, title screen, it was like a Spitfire with the yeah. tiger. Tiger pet the uh, shark painting on the front, so haven't got the yeah. haven't got the right plane on there, which is a, a little bit worrying. But uh, <laughs> anyway,
2: <laughs> I, I, I think most of the boxes were like that as well. Were, they? Most, most of the boxes have got right.
0: the shark face on a uh, Spitfire, not yeah. on a biplane. So uh, obviously the artist was like got got the uh, got the memo. It's called flying shark. You're a plane. Yeah, you know what? It's called flying shark because it's got shark teeth on the front. Okay, I'll use a Spitfire, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly, yeah, Yeah. So, so yeah, and, and, and I think there's a couple of guys on it as well. I seem to remember there being a couple of like you know characters next to it or something as well. But yeah, it's the whole thing's very cartoony. It's very brightly coloured. So if you look at it sort of in terms of is it arcade perfect, it's not at all because it's quite quite <laughs> a different kind of look to it. Um, yeah. It's one of those things that I think at the time I probably a bit really really like that. Now I kind of think i'd rather have one that looks more authentic but no it's, it's cool and it plays pretty well um the music was okay it was i, I expected it you know, i was looking forward to Amiga music because i thought it'd be great and it was kind of okay it was kind of you know it wasn't, yeah. wasn't amazing but it, it, it did the job but no generally i thought it was fine i thought it was you know a reasonable version a reasonably good version yeah
0: yeah totally agreed yeah. okay all right guys so moving moving on to
1: the next what about one? me, so mate? We've got what about me? Us- what are you talking about me? I'm just getting ahead of yourself there. <laughs> oh dear. Fine, I'm out of here. Nah.
0: <laughs> it is it's Sunday morning.
1: Yeah, like us. Soon, soon. should not like uh, me. <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: Is
1: is is Casey at your house? Is she? Is Casey at your house? Tag. <laughs>
0: uh, I've got. I've got
1: yeah, all the way through this podcast, I've had
0: the uh, I've had the dog on my lap. So uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry, Daz, i, I, the, That's I right. just said the dog blocked you off the screen. And I, I missed you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless, bless. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, well, my 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 reviews really quick. Um, same as Atari ST, just faster and full of music. It's got that that mm. typical Amiga sound, that warm, bassy yeah. sound. And I preferred the music on the ST version, to be honest. I think it was just more bright and uh, colourful, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, yes, again, yes. yeah. You know, your space bar yeah, for was- bomb. Yeah, so. That's
0: yeah, bit annoying, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Yeah, i will use
0: the space bar. All oh, right. Okay, so moving forward, we're, we, we're headed into the. Uh, what, what did the Japanese get? You know, uh, we had the Amiga and ST in the 16 bit area in Japan. They had the uh, the X68000 and the uh, uh, the Fujitsu Marty conversion. So um, we'll talk a little bit about um, what I'll do. I'll give you a quick bit of trivia, and then we'll talk a bit about the X68000 version. So uh, obviously we know the music for Flying Shark is pretty epic. Uh, if you played it back in the day and you, you play it again today, you know, it's re- very recognisable. It was a great... Uh, stage uh, tune, um, Tatsuya uh, <coughs> Tatsuya Yu- Yimura, uh, was the uh, pro the music musician for the game. Uh, he did Flying Shark. He also did Tiger Heli, Hellfire, Twin Cobra, Outzone, uh, Yoon, I think it is, and Zero <laughs> Wing as well with some with another musician. So. Um, it says after Tower Plan closed its doors in '94, he joined the offshoot company Gazelle says it, and served as director of the 1996 shooter Air Galley. Um, it was distributed by Van Presto in 1999. He worked for um, uh, Raising as a programmer for the shooter Battle Back Raid, a follow up to 1996 Battle Garega. In 2000, his music for Zero Wing was sampled by the band The Laziest Men on Mars, and resulted in "All Your Bass or belong towards an internet phenomenon meme that was popular in the early 2000s. <laughs> so, it was a little bit of a uh, little bit of trivia. So, he did some great tunes to some pretty awesome uh, shooters there. So, yeah. big big thank you for that. Cause we, I love all those soundtracks yeah great ones really great ones yeah i think you did a tower plan special didn't you paul i did yeah
2: i did i, I just like i think it was like a 15 20 minute short one but i played five or six different games just played a trap from each but yeah i'll i'll send you a link and uh, yeah people can go and check it out yeah yeah, yeah cool yeah. all right so
0: moving on then so we'll talk a bit about the x68000 the japanese sharp computer version um yeah if anybody's got um if you you know if you're a multi-millionaire, you can tell that you can talk all about this game. I'd imagine. Command's are a pretty high price. Some of these uh, some of these games. Uh, I'll go through. I'll give you a little example of what the Marty version uh, currently is up on eBay for uh, after this one. But uh, yeah, the X sixty-eight thousand version. Do you want to give us your thoughts on uh, that one, Paul? Your thoughts of it, and then I'll talk about it as well.
2: Yeah, I was, I was actually quite amazed I got an emulator working for this. it <laughs> <But laughs> wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. But yeah, no, I yeah. gave it a go. And um, uh, it's it's quite different from all the other ones we've talked about in the fact that, you know, this really does look like the arcade. It's, mm-hmm. it's very, very similar. Um, it does suffer from the fact that, uh, you, know, you were talking about the portrait versus landscape thing, where this is obviously yeah. sort of 4x3 and it's, you know, uh, the full screen. Yeah. Um, it feels like it's been kind of squashed down a bit if yes. that makes any sort of sense um but apart from that it looks pretty good it plays it plays pretty well it's it's pretty faithful to the arcade so mm-hmm. i and it's it's got sort of debatably better music as well it's got uh, the mm-hmm. fm sound on it as well so you know i think it's definitely a good version it, it, it's it's better than all the other ones i think we've talked about so yeah it's definitely decent not sure if it commands the kind of crazy prices these go for though
0: <laughs> yeah totally totally yeah i mean the color palette is bang on tower plan isn't it yeah for, yeah for it's it, it looks just like a tower plan game and uh you can like the arcade which we probably didn't i uh, didn't mention before is that although it was um portrait uh, mode in the arcade it did scroll left to right slightly so there was a little bit of off screen that you could scroll in at and this version even though it was landscape mode you could scroll left and right and there was more things on on screen uh, left and right, so if you're not careful, you can scroll right and bring things onto screen that shoot at you straight away, uh, which is quite, <laughs> which yeah, uh, which uh, yeah, it's pretty hard to dodge as they appear straight in front of you. But yeah. um, we well, have yeah, very very similar version. I couldn't tell the difference apart from the the landscape versus portrait mode. You, I couldn't tell the difference of playing the arcade and playing this playing this version. It, it looked very very similar. C- could not tell any differences at all. There were some pretty cool options in there um, in the game as well. There was um, there was normal play play game, and then there was like service mode. So if you went oh. into service mode, there was 15 kilohertz mode and 31 kilohertz mode, which is obviously the two uh, arcade monitor settings that you'd get on the on you know arcade machine. So. Um, So if you put it in 15 kilohertz mode, what it did it it blurred the graphics a little bit more, made them a bit more CRT style, and also it it made the screen a little bit longer as well, slightly more portrait portrait mode. So um, yeah, so it's quite cool that the Japanese got these you know quite detailed arcadey options thrown in there, and you got the sound effect test and all that that you could go uh, the music test that you could play through. And, um, and a difficulty setting as well. Um oh, and I think it was a live, sorry, a live setting where you could put a couple more lives in, which is always uh, always a blessing for this game. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I think there was some uh, credits that you could have as well. So you could up the lives, and I think there was three or four credits, I think, that you could uh, use in the, in the game. So, yeah, it was a pretty good, uh, quite a detailed uh, kind of arcade port of it on the X68000, which is quite nice. Yeah, <laughs> but, um, yeah.
2: Did, did, uh, I, I saw that. Um, uh, this was by Kaneko. I was just what I was look, reading about it. I just apparently they did Kyoko Tiger as well on the the X sixty eight thousand, but they um uh, they did have the rights to do Tatsujin and Fire Shark as well. Yeah, but apparently they lost them. Apparently though, so they so it never came out, which is a bit of a shame. Yeah,
0: right. Yeah, yeah, because Kaneko um, they do arcade games as well, don't they? Yeah, and they did that. Yeah. And they did that uh, that um, isometric kind of uh 3d uh well that race that racing game but if you know yeah, yeah i know
2: it's the, the, exactly what you mean um yeah uh, migali uh, rally or something like that That's yeah yeah but, uh, Vic, Vic from 10 pence arcade sent me a board of that actually <laughs> yeah yeah it's quite a good cool uh, game yeah.
0: quite a fun yeah, game it's yeah it's really good so uh, yeah so they were obviously uh arcade producers as well so they kind of knew what they were doing i think yeah but, um, yeah but yeah it was, a, it was a very good version it's not the best version though so you no. know even if you're going to throw three or four hundred dollars at a uh <laughs> <laughs> at a version it's not even the best version that's out there there's the the mighty fn towns marty uh version which just kicks its butt a little bit um and just to give you an idea of the price of that i've seen it on i i was very close to hitting that buy it now uh, button uh Guys, last night after getting <laughs> there, hyped up about you know flying shark, It so tempted just to tap that button and uh, uh, yeah, hit buy it now, but then I just couldn't quite commit and hit the PayPal button. Uh, it was yeah, it was commanding the uh, I think eighteen hundred Australian dollars for the FM Towns Marty CD ROM. You can buy crazy. the PCB for eight and nine hundred. So um, yeah, yeah, it's pretty, cra- pretty crazy. But, um, yeah, I didn't get to play this one, um, but I did watch a few videos of it. And, um, yeah, it's very, very graphically pretty much perfect, just like the um, the x sixty eight thousand one. one. Um, but there was a few, in, few other improvements. The, the music was um, a total overhaul and the uh, range version, which was actually, I thought, was bloody brilliant. Uh, it's a really good uh, version of the soundtrack with a few extra bells and whistles and, uh, and adjustments to it so that, that sounded awesome that was one of the best things I thought about it I did see that um, from uh, watching a few videos that a couple of the enemy attack patterns are slightly different but, but generally it's a pretty knob on perfect version of the game I couldn't remember about the, the, the portrait of landscape mode I think it wasn't right still uh, maybe no, it's the same four um,
2: x three still, I think.
0: Yeah, I think it was, wasn't it? But, um, but yeah, I think it was probably the uh, the best arcade perfect port. I think um, it's amazing that the Japanese got versions like that, and we got the the uh, Amiga port. Yeah. You yeah. Know, in the sixteen bit era, it was pretty crazy, you know. I'd have been quite happy with the Amiga version back in the UK, but, uh, but thinking that the Japanese got something so. So close to the arcade to play at home back in, you know, the early nineties. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Crazy. Pretty crazy. So, um, so any, anything to add, Paul, yourself from that one?
2: No, no, only yeah, only that I, sort of, I watched the videos. I couldn't get an emulator running for this, um, and uh, it, yeah, it looked really, really good. It, it's the sort of thing that you know, if I was a lottery winner, I suppose I might have it on my shelf, <laughs> along with some of the others like sort of Splatterhouse and uh, you know yeah. Tatsuji now and all that kind of stuff. But no, it's yeah. um, it looked it looked good. It looked really, really good. And I like the music, and that probably will appear on a podcast at some point. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it was good. <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, very good, very good. I did, uh, I did notice that, uh, just a little bit of trivia about the game, it was um, back in, I think it was the 1987 um, amusement show in Japan. Um, this game was... Um, this game... And one other, it's just kind of coming to me now. Unfortunately, I've lost my notes, guys. It's had a technical <laughs> issue, and uh, they got deleted partway through the podcast. But uh, it was this game and one other, which I'm trying to recall, um, were the top games of the show back in 1987 at the Japanese Amusement Awards. It was around a 15-minute queue to uh, oh, get wow. a play on uh, on this uh, on the uh, Flying Shark. So uh, it was another Taito game, which I can't quite put my finger on what it was, 1987 game, but uh, I think it will come back to me probably before the end of the show. Uh, oh, it was Rastan, Rastan. So Rastan, ah, yeah. yeah, there you go. My memory stirs me well. There you go. Rastan yeah. Saga and this year both came out in 1987 at the Japanese amusement show, and there was they were the most popular two games of the show. So, um, yeah, T- Taito or Tauplan were on a bit of a roll back yeah. then. Uh, during that era so guys so i think that's pretty much all of the versions uh talked about what are your uh, your your stars of the show and your uh which ones go in the the dirty slot bucket of turds
1: <laughs> the stinky poo poos <laughs> the stinky ones the stinky poo poos uh you you guys go first i'll leave mine i'm always sure, dramatic Paul, give us your thoughts
2: uh, it's a bit of a difficult one because i don't think there's like a real out and out stinker that's completely terrible <laughs> yeah. compared to the others but yeah, i mean yeah. i'd probably have to say the original c64 one but it, yeah. it, it was still kind of okay <laughs> you know it wasn't completely terrible um but it's yeah. probably got to be that one and then i'd yeah. probably say the, the best one i actually played was the x68000 but the fm's town one looks good
0: yeah, say, say exactly the same for me. Actually, unfortunately, the C sixty four one it wasn't that bad as far as the graphics and the sound go, but it was just too unfair to be to be able to enjoy it. And uh, I suppose I'm glad that they they decided to do a re release for the for the U S market because that one is it, it fixes some of those issues that made it unfortunately not fun to play. But uh, yeah, that one plop. plop. That one goes in the <laughs> way. <laughs> you flush it. Ooh. Somebody open the window. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was uh, that was probably mine as well. Uh, Daz, over to you. What are your thoughts?
1: My favourite one probably have to be the Specky. I really enjoyed it. I think it was yeah. great for what the system's um, capable of. So yeah, mm-hmm. I can give that one a. Uh, Golden medal of Daz approval. Um, <laughs> you know what? I would agree with you guys in the C64 version, but I think yeah. I'm giving it to the DOS because nothing happened. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> nothing, <laughs> nothing happened. It's a, tech uh, demo, it's a tech demo, It was a
1: tech demo. It was a tech demo, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, look, yeah, I, I, would, I don't blame you He's going for the C64, but I played the DOS version and, yeah, it's, it's uneventful. Absolutely nothing happens in it. So... <laughs> Yeah, stinky poo-poo to, to DOS. For
0: the fun of it, yeah, think. me too, yeah. See <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so find a computer that will load a DOS program. Yes. <laughs> but, um, yeah, okay. All right, guys. So um, probably time to wrap it up, uh, unless we've got anything else. I know the scores for the games, um, they were all, uh, looking back at the magazine scores, a lot of the 8 and 16-bit ports, they all scored between 70 and 85. So, none of them, like you say, none of them were real stinkers. Uh, they were all reasonable. You know, people played them and um, got on with them. A couple of, you know, they were, but none of them were mega outstanding, I don't think, back in, uh, in the UK or uh, Australia or the, or the West. Uh, but none of them were real mega turds. I didn't see any reviews for the DOS version, Dazzle, fortunately. Maybe that yeah. would have been, uh, been the real exception that could have dropped it uh, beyond 70%, but... Um, <laughs> but yeah that's pretty much it um paul uh, would you like to give any shout outs or uh let people know where they can catch you or, and things like that
2: yeah i mean the best place to find me is probably paul mccaskey on twitter or game music guiding on twitter um yeah definitely if you want to listen to some game music check out the show i promise i will try and get some more out <laughs> i want to try and get two more out by christmas i just need to get myself organized um but yeah and as far as shout-outs go, just. I mean, thank you very much for you guys for asking me to do the show. I really, really appreciate it. It's been good fun. I've been wanting to do it for a while. So, yeah, it's really, really good. Cool. And then, um, uh, basically, to all the other podcasters, so like Ten Pence Arcade and RDDS, and uh, yeah, all, all the others out there that are all doing uh, doing the good work for the retro community. So, yeah, that's it. All right, nice one. There. Daz, over to
0: you. Anything you'd like
1: to. Uh, first and uh, foremost, say? first and foremost, um, a big thank you to you, Paul, especially for supporting us via Patreon, man. You're a, you're a champ, you know. So, oh, there's no worries, <laughs> you know. It's, yeah, we don't really have to, but um, yeah, no, thank thanks thanks a lot for your support. It's helped a lot. Um, thanks to everyone that listens in. Uh, thanks for everyone that's jumped on this and that gaming podcast as well. Uh, it's been a lot of fun with fellow um podcasters David and um, Mark. So that's doing it's doing quite well. So we're pretty pretty happy yeah. with that. It's just fun. It's just us talking crap, I guess. But um, yeah, no, nah. thanks, thanks everyone.
0: Yeah, yeah, I just echo Daz's words as Paul. Thank- yeah, thanks again for the patron support and for coming on today. It's been really good. Love going back Cheers. to playing Flying Shark again and. Uh- I always listen to your uh, every episode of your podcast when they get, when they uh, come out. So I really enjoy uh, cruising along the freeways uh, in Australia to, to the, to the uh, game music that you guys pick. And, uh, and you know, when you sometimes you have some people on as well, which is always interesting. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I really enjoy those. And uh, thanks for short Mr. Sean Holly for his, uh, yep. for his little snippet today. Uh, it's always nice to throw a little bit of something like that in there. And, uh, and to the other Patreons and to Gary Arnold as well. Got uh, Gary Arnold. Sorry for his uh, artwork that he always supplies. And yeah, just to the other podcasts as well, like uh, like Das mentioned. So big thanks to everybody.
1: And uh, uh, right. just and, uh, ju- and just before we head off, I actually just looked at uh, just uh, I found a review on Moby Games for um, for Shark on DOS. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a, cr- a critic critic scores out of a hundred. Okay, so obviously 100 is the best. User score base is five points. <laughs> so that justifies my, my, my stinky poo-poo rating. <laughs> oh, that's a sloppy one. It is. Oh, yeah, it's, that's really bad. C64 stinky. It's dry and hard. This one's like just mass <laughs> diarrhea everywhere.
0: This is uh this is d- the day after a curry game. This yeah,
1: it's real
2: smelly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, no, it's like I actually smelled that. Oh, jeez.
0: Wow. Well, yeah. So you good judgment, Daz. It wasn't a dodgy Rob It yeah. was just uh, that's the way it was. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, let's no, finish should, it off. All
0: right, guys. Um, well, we're just gonna put on my goggles and my leather hat and <laughs> fly uh, off start the propeller start the propellers going and the brrrr, <laughs> brrrr, and i'm gonna yeah, engage gear and uh fly out of here we'll see you all for the next episode <laughs> bye Cheers.
2: Cheers. thank you